0: Hello, this is Masajati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. This is part two of Money and Spirituality. We'll continue on. Some of the highlights uh, that we talked about uh, was a lot of lies that have become truths about wealth. We're just going to jump right in uh, into the questions. Continue on where we left off. Uh, A lot of good questions here, so I want to Cover as much as I can. Okay. Uh, and then, as always, we're going to be doing a meta healing to understand the true wealth that you are. Okay. Bringing a true definition. The last episode was really about realizing the paradigm that you have of wealth. This episode is exponential intelligence How about bringing in that new paradigm of wealth. Let's go ahead and get started. Talked about the Buddhist teachings. Uh, And again, the Buddhist teachings uh, washes over into the Christian teachings, the Muslim teachings, and so on. Mm -hmm. Uh, About staying away from uh, from, the worldly temptations, so we can purify ourselves. I explained that, yes, it's a great, fantastic opportunity to purify yourself, but it doesn't mean that you have to stay in that space. It actually distorts you, it works the opposite. We'll continue on with this question if financial abundance signifies spiritual achievement why is that throughout history most wealthy people are far far from being spiritually evolved is it possible to be filthy rich and spiritually pure it seems that most of the filthy rich are spiritually poor let me explain why that happens okay and this is the new paradigm by the way that we're working on right? uh, the new business paradigm i call it hopefully we'll uh we'll have classes and so on so if you're interested uh, again, right into Mas, E-I, M-A-S-E-I at uh if you're interested in the new business paradigm or to help you get into that new business paradigm. So financial abundance uh, signifies spiritual achievement. Why is it throughout history? The most wealthy individuals. Uh, I dis- I covered this in, in part one. I'm going to go through it again and expand upon it. Uh, if you look at it statistically, uh, a smaller, smaller percentage of individuals who are wealthy, okay? statistically, there are more uh, middle-income middle individuals, more poor people, lower class okay, financially, uh, that are just as greedy, and they're not spiritually evolved. Okay? I defined spiritually evolved in the last podcast, by the way. So again, it doesn't mean just because you become spiritually uh you become uh wealthy and then you become spiritually poor, you come uh you become greedy. Again, the masses uh are the exact same way. Okay. Right? The reason why say wealth has got a bad name, well, uh, it's more impactful, right? Uh it's an easier target. Right? It's uh, it's beneficial for politicians right because the masses there's more poor people financially and spiritually so they use that weakness to pit against a smaller group cuz they're voting base for example and that's where most of the paradigm exists uh, obviously in religion it's the exact same way they pit you against a smaller group and then stay away from that group and then who who do they ally you with themselves right uh, then they become a trusted source, and then you trust them blindly, and then that's how they control you. Right? And lack of money, especially in the olden days, lack of education, because you didn't have the money, you're a woman, right? there was no education, uh, and then you believe them. Let's go deeper into that question. Financial abundance signifies spiritual achievement, why is it that throughout history most wealthy people are far from being spiritually uh, evolved? Uh, let me ask you the flip side. Okay? Why is it that the beggars, poor people, and I go to San Francisco, New York, you know, Paris, wherever uh, there's beggars, street people, <clears throat> I I tap into them. They're not any spiritually as advanced as any other people. They're not. So does that does that mean that your notions of wealth, obviously? Uh, misconstrued, right, maybe it's not a one, maybe it's not the level of income that tells you how spiritually advanced you are, right, if you're using any physical uh, measurement to let you know how spiritually advanced you are, uh, then you're in the wrong place, again, I myself uh, don't use it, okay, however, let me help you understand a couple facets on this, okay, Right. The reason why individuals who are say have great fortune, great fame, right? and I'm not saying all, okay, right? but the the people we read about, right? you know, uh, and again, the, the Kennedys, right? So, um, uh, if you read Dark Money, it's about the Koch brothers, and so on. Uh, I would never want wealth uh, for the lives that they've had. Okay, right? just pure torture. Uh, They don't even uh, enjoy the money that they have. Uh, And the reason being is because those individuals who have had great fortune and fame that we read about, we never read about the philanthropists or anything like that that do really good with their money. We read about the filthy stuff. And then it becomes a norm. And then we think all rich people are like that. But usually... The reason why those individuals who are filthy rich spiritually poor or very famous and spiritually poor because they sold themselves or they sold their soul to the devil and i know that sounds kind of strange especially for those who are say technical based but what really happens is that they'll give anything for fortune and fame and then something comes in a source comes in says well anything and they go anything right because they give they get greedy this is where temptation for money temptation for lust sex and all that come in the same principle Uh, they'll give anything right for that commitment or that connection with somebody or that connection with money Uh, and then a little they go well we'll take a little piece of your soul and then we'll give you great fortune and fame uh, and they go, okay. Because they don't think it's real. Okay? In fact, it's the opposite. Anything physical is not real, including your body. Hence, the Holy Ghost in some religions. Uh, we'll talk about that in another podcast. But again, coming back to money. Um, and the reason why it's so simple to give you mass fortune, mass, uh, mass fame... Because it's not worth anything in the real world, in the spiritual world, that this this physical world, say, runs on. Right? It's not worth anything. In fact, if you look at it, all the wealth in the world, all the gold, luxury items, real estate and so on, is really less than 1%. And that's what we focus on. That's how we judge people on their spiritual practices or how high uh, they're advanced. It really is less than 1%. The 99% that you should be concerned about of your life, you don't. You're stuck in that 1% that does you no good. If you don't believe me, uh, look at astrophysicists all the physicalness of this world and then the universe, right? the other planets, sun and so on like that, makes up less than 1% of the content of, say, this universe that we're in. The rest, although they don't talk about it like this, the rest is at spiritual frequencies. And then we base Everything on that less than 1%. The grandness that you are gets deleted. So that's where the misconception is. And the provider, say, of the wealth and fortune, again, very easily created from the dark side, from the pure side. Doesn't matter because, again, it's less than 1%. Who cares? What you're worth is that 99%. So you think you're getting a great deal because you're going to make a lot of money, right? You have a lot of gold. Uh Uh-uh. It's really the other way around. EI's perspective is that the abundance is free-flowing, whether it's uh, your level of income, your health, your relationships, spiritual connection. It's always free-flowing. You do not have to take something from somebody else for you to prosper, because everything is created at frequencies. We can create any level of wealth, we can create any level of food, uh, any level of clean water, uh, any level of clean air, anything. This whole space is abused, again, from very small minority to control individuals. And then the masses, since it works, we start to control say our spouses, our children, and so on, because it works for people. Okay? None of that is true. By the way, you don't have to oppress anybody for you to be, say, in control, complete, secure about yourself. That's why we do it. Quite didn't answer that question. So financial abundance signifies spiritual achievement. Uh, again, I don't know why that is or why this person assumes that. Okay? Uh, why is it that throughout history most wealthy people are far from being spiritually evolved? Okay? just want to cover that just a little bit more. I can scan people. Uh, I can read their history. I can read their future if you're new. Uh, I tap into, say, uh, the street people. Again, there's nothing wrong with street people. It is where they are. But are they spiritually advanced? No, they're not. Okay, In fact, uh, they're at a lower level because even, say, their finances, their well-being uh, cannot be taken care of. So in that respect uh they're much lower in the spiritual uh, ladder. Okay? Uh in EI's definition, the more advanced you are, okay, the higher you are, the better you're taking care of the physical necessities, the physical needs of this world are automatically taken care of. Okay? And it's been proven by the thousands of people that I've worked on. Okay? Somehow magically their health starts to turn better. They start to turn more vibrant. Money comes in. I'm not saying that they're millionaires uh, or they turn into millionaires. Some of them do. But they have that, say, comfort level. The reason being, you don't have to whore yourself out for the physicalness of this world. You can go on to what you were really created here for to understand who you are at a much deeper level by doing whatever that you enjoy or love. And that's EI's perspective on, say, abundance or spiritual advancement compared to wealth. It's not a physical definition. So it's not that the more money you have, it means that the more spiritual you are. Okay. On the flip side, we just talked about, say, the wealthy selling themselves. So again, very spiritually poor. You know who really is... You know, you see uh, Bruce Almighty and so on. Uh, forgot his name. Uh, I think it's Freeman. forgot his first name. Uh, playing God. You know, he's, he's, the, he's, got a, he's a poor person holding up signs and so on. You know, and we think that's righteous and not. Uh, again, take a look at a, a poor individual. You know, somebody on the, uh, on, on the street. Take a look at their psyche. Again, not knocking them down. They might be very nice people. But at some level, they're not aware of their reality here. And that's why they're at there where they are. But, uh, again, not knocking them down. But again, that's why where they are. As you become spiritually advanced. And I want to say this again because somebody will take it out of context. As you become spiritually advanced, just like all, say, those great prophets I talked about in the last episode. The wealth of this world, the finances, are taken care of for you. We talked about why most people, wealthy people, again, middle income and poor as well, are not that spiritually evolved. Is it possible to be filthy rich and spiritually pure? Uh, It is a definite yes. And that's the new business paradigm that's coming in. It's not my paradigm, but it's the trueness of this world. We're starting to true. We're starting to see that, say, the masses shall inherit the Earth, or in religious aspects, what they say that the meek shall inherit the Earth. Everybody comes in. I never understood that definition, but now I do. Once we start to awaken, there's not a small group that controls us. Yes, there'll probably be government systems and so on, but the truer government systems, okay, there aren't, say, greedy corporations that are in there for the bottom line. Right? The meek shall inherit the earth, which means that you, as an individual, come into your own grandness. You are not oppressed, you are not oppressing. That means the level of wealth okay, comes into you. Nobody has to be poor in any respect, Right? Wealth does not define you, it is a gift or an honor of who you truly are, it's a gift from your spirit, Okay, that is EI's definition of wealth, remember back in the olden days, right? uh, kings, noble kings, Right, that protected not only their country, they weren't r- ruthless leaders. Uh, in fact, other countries around them, if you read about Cyrus the Great, he's uh, he's in the Bible, by the way, in, in the Quran as well. Uh, Cyrus the Great, very advanced individual. He took care, of not only uh, his country, but other countries around. He was so loved, he was worth his weight in gold. So what they would do is put them on a scale and then countries would just donate gold jewelry and so on until uh, it was level. So again, worth is weight in gold. So if you'd look at it from a different perspective, once you start to awaken, your spirit comes in and blesses you with all the abundance that you need. Again, as a gift, to you for awakening and that's how you pro- get provided and thousands of people once they start to awaken and we keep tabs uh, once they start to awaken their finances start to be taken care of especially for women you know that stay in a marriage or situation uh, because they don't have the finances uh, to get away So the new business paradigm is part of this. I know a lot of individuals uh, they work their asses off they make a lot of money but they don't enjoy the money. Sometimes they've sold themselves to create that wealth and fortune helping one, helping him with that removing it because that same wealth and fortune can be from the pure side where it doesn't distort you where it doesn't control you. Okay? There's a lot of people who are top top level managers CEOs, business owners entrepreneurs right actors and so on again very successful individuals but the money uh, is the master they get controlled right they don't have the time the you know their marriage usually breaks up uh they don't spend enough time with their kids they're always pressured they always have to be say on all the time, they can't take a break. Right? They work what ungodly hours. That's the old paradigm. The new paradigm, and then what happens is, uh, as well with the old paradigm, they have all that money and they're not happy. Right? There's a lot of uh, Silicon Valley type kids coming up, very wealthy as a younger. Uh, I think there was a Forbes article, 30 under 30 the top 30, under 30, uh, amazing individuals, right? Those type of individuals uh, coming into massive amounts of wealth uh, and then we're having, say, issues. Those individuals having issues going, now what? I made this wealth. I thought I was supposed to be complete. It feels like there's more out there in the world for me. Unknowingly, what happens is that they try to conquer more of the physical world. It's not about that. Again, it just makes you want more and more. That's why those individuals, you know, billionaires or trillionaires, um, right? They have mass wealth, but they feel empty inside. They go, "Well, I need more wealth." Right? They feel very insecure about their wealth. Okay? By the way, poor people are the same way. So the new business paradigm that's coming in EI's definition is really about, say, building yourself, building yourself up at a very high level spiritually. So you understand that this life is spiritually, a spirit having a human experience, Okay, Very different than religion, spirituality practices, doing it the other way, right? Wanting to ascend into that space. It's not about that. Uh, Anyway, spirit having a human experience and then they start to understand or they start to get say blessed by the abundance of the world. They start to stay youthful. They start to see that money doesn't control them. It's a tool for them to understand their spiritual experience here at a much higher level. They can actually experience the wonders of the world. They don't have to be, say, suppressed to a job or enslaved to a job like most individuals do. They take one or two vacations in a lifetime. So that's the new paradigm coming in, that's uh, the new paradigm we're teaching to say executives, CEOs, and so on. So they really understand their wealth. Imagine if those individuals understood their wealth. The true way, the EI's definition, how happy would their employees be? How happy would their clients be? You know there's a lot of companies that are stressing service because this, as this wave comes in, right, uh, and they're getting it off, It might be on the right track, uh, but they're very off, right? They're providing, say, uh, off, like over the top, say service to people thinking that's uh, the new paradigm, okay? Uh, again, since they don't really understand EI, exponential intelligence, they do it at a physical level, right? Off the top service, right? Although that's part of it. Uh, EI's definition is that it's not about the exchange of goods and services, it's the exchange of spiritual value, right? You connect with your customers, you connect with your employees, not for the goods and services, those are blessings to you. But it's really about coming or connecting together helping each other, awakening, right? Helping each other awaken. And then the exchange of money for services or goods is a blessing to the both of you. That way, companies become more profitable, right? They become more honest. Just as a side note, um, yeah, there's a lot of companies that have very... Well, products that aren't, say, the best for individuals. They spend hundreds of millions paying off lobbyists, making up fake reports, paying people under the table right? to keep their product in the marketplace. S- instead of that, EI's way would be you know, spending the hundreds of millions to pay scientists to come up with a better product, right? creating more jobs, obviously. And then you can actually sleep, the CEOs can actually sleep better of those companies right? because they're providing, say, something positive. They're not lying to themselves or their clients or customers employees and so on. Again, that's the new paradigm. We're really excited about that. Really, really excited. Just think how great or fantastic or wealthy everybody could be. Continue on. If we can be both filthy rich and spiritually pure, uh, why do so many of those in the alternative sector feel guilty about charging for their services? Uh, that's the that's the paradigm that's been so uh, ingrained in individuals through spiritual practices or cultures or or um, you know religions. Again, because of control. Uh, none of that is true. Look at all the poor people, like I said before, they haven't spiritually advanced. In fact, they're worse off, right? They're too sick. Uh, If your body's sick, unhealthy, because you can't get the right medical uh, treatment, if you need treatment, you can't eat the right foods, organic foods, and so on, you know, most of your time is dealing with, say, the physicalness of the world just to maintain. Uh, You don't have time for your spiritual practice. Although everything should be a spiritual practice, most people don't see it that way because they're not that enlightened. So the alternative sector that they were talking about, you know, spiritual healers and so on like that, uh, again, they think it's going to be better for them, but uh, they're just distorted as uh, the clients that they help. As our spirit awakens, uh, why do we sometimes find that our health and relationships improve, but our finances remain stagnant? Okay, this is uh, probably from an individual that through through what we've done together, right? Uh, a lot of things change because you're still in transition. Your finances will improve. Right? Uh, and just tapping into this individual, uh, again, there's a money stigma with you. So that's, and it's a very strong stigma. So that's why, say, the money situation hasn't improved. But if you continue on, if you start to awaken or keep awakening the way you have, right? Uh, You'll see that money, you'll break through the paradigm, the old paradigm, and come into the new paradigm, and then money flows into you, just like everybody else. Uh, Again, you just haven't arrived yet, that's all. And continuing on with that question, surely if money is just an energy, this, this will change too as our frequency changes? Yes, in line with our other areas of life. Yes. Uh, This question is concerning me. If you're teaching about wealth or helping people become wealthy, wouldn't it make sense for that individual teaching or helping you understand to become wealthy to have done it themselves? It's, It's like going to a bricklayer and then helping him or helping you, layer is helping you understand, say, brain surgery, or becoming an accountant. It doesn't work that way, right? Uh, you know, I used to. There's a, the, you know, there's a lot of ads. Uh, what do they call those? Uh, financial consultants. Right? A lot of people go to financial consultants, and they say, "Well, I'll go to one." First, uh, one of the first questions I asked is like, well, how much money do you make? How much money have you invested? Both questions, not a lot. I walked out. If he can't do it for himself, why is he gonna do it for me? If I'm gonna teach you about wealth, if I'm gonna help you become, and I have, tons of people become wealthy, I would have had to done it myself to help you again stay away from the pitfalls, right? Stay away from being tempted the wrong way. So you can get to the goal safely and efficiently. So who would you trust more? Somebody who's successful, done it before, or somebody who hasn't done it and then teaching you, especially if they're afraid of becoming wealthy because they're going to go into the dark side, right? They haven't even controlled, say, the lower levels of being pulled into the dark side, so they stay away from the physicalness of this world, which is again less than 1%, right? Uh, I just want to ask you a question you have, say you're going to a doctor, right, just side by side, Uh, one uh, is practicing out of a trailer home with a rusted out car. The other doctor is in a nice building, drives a nice car, parked outside. Which one would you trust with your life? Here's another question, the famous pyramid from Abraham Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs show that our materialistic desires motivate us to move towards self-actualization on top of the pyramid, whilst in Buddhist teachings our materialistic desires destroy our motivation to reach enlightenment. Which one holds the spiritual truth about the material desires? From EI's perspective, neither. And then from EI's perspective, both. Okay. Uh, Maslow's pyramid, uh, the materialistic desires don't motivate us. Well, that's why we feel empty. Yes, it motivates us to a shorter point, but the people who have succeeded, can they feel empty? So it doesn't really say satisfy us, it might motivate us, it motivates us from, say, uh, the stick. The true motivation actually is that desire to be complete, expansive, knowledgeable of who we are. And that is what really, say, drives us. Outside of money or materialistic uh, possessions, it's the desire to understand oneself. That's what truly motivates us. Not the material things. Uh, very low level uh, process or thinking. Never thought about the higher self uh, in that situation. And I explained about the Buddhist teachings. Right? Keeping away. Destroying us. Yes, it does destroy us if you sell your soul to the devil to acquire wealth. It does destroy us if you get oppressed by the materialistic items. Right? It doesn't mean that you have to stay away from them. In fact, that's not... Uh, uh, it kind of reminded me of the Muslims. and again, I'm not knocking the Muslim religion down, but just pushing it to purify, to understand themselves, so they can help themselves and others. Right? Same way with uh, Catholic religion and so on. Okay? So in those Muslim countries, for example, you know if a woman shows you know part of a flesh whether it's an ankle or, you know, a neckline or your face, right? They wear the burqa. Right? They show the flesh. They get beaten or stoned. Right? Uh, just a question to those individuals, a question to the Buddhist teachings. Right? If you are uh, going to get seduced by just mere flesh, again, an ankle or a neckline, What are you going to do when you die and go on the other end? I mean, the practices, whether it's Buddhism, Islam, uh, Catholic religions, those practices were designed to make you stable, make you strong, so you don't get tempted. So instead of stoning, say, the woman, or showing the flesh, I would stone those individuals who get tempted by it. Because obviously their spiritual practice or religious practice isn't doing them any good, because they're getting tempted by just mere flesh, they're going to have a hell of a time on the other side if they can't maintain their stability here physically. Same thing with the Buddhist teachings. right? If you can't maintain yourself while having, say, material possessions around you, that's what it's about. Your teachings aren't any good. Again, I'm not knocking any religion down. But think about that. If you are a religious leader of those faiths, Right? Those temptations should keep you, say, centered without getting destroyed by them. If you can't handle it here physically, and by the way, removing those temptations out of your world, that's not handling it, because it still controls you, because once it's in your world, you get oppressed by it, right? You get consumed by it. That's not control. That's the furthest thing from control. This is a real-life case study. And then we'll wrap into uh, a meta-healing. Okay, real-life case study uh, that we got. And I met this woman, very unbelievable woman, and millions of dollars. Okay, I am a woman who became wildly financially successful. I can vouch that to that. Paid, she was paid like a professional ball player level for years and years. I sold a biz in 2012 because I needed my ex and his lawyers to stop attacking me. And while the attacks by my ex and my ex-lawyer have continued, I feel that they are almost complete in this physical reality. Uh, I find myself as a woman scared about getting back to my full power, including money, That I don't want to be attacked again by the masculine. Again, that's the business paradigm that we're going to be launching out or rolling out or EI practices at a much higher level. It's business mastery. I remember as as a young girl moving to, I think it's Arizona, I don't know what NC is, uh, as I believed rich people got attacked. Is it why I got attacked? If so, can you please remove this pattern? So that's a case study. Again, a lot of wealthy individuals, Right? they've worked like this woman, uh, I I listened to her story, amazing, amazing challenges that she went through, right, many of us would not do it, uh, she made a fantastic career, got paid for it accordingly, and then she was attacked by the men, because it was in the man's world she made this money, she, obviously attacked by her husband and so on, as the story goes, again, very secu- insecure individuals, A lot of successful people who get, or a lot of people who become successful, uh, get attacked that way. So yes, true spirituality against true wealth will help you with that. As our society becomes highly spiritually evolved, uh, money becomes obsolete. I'm not sure if it will. Uh, Then what will define wealth and abundance by then? okay uh again an assumption that money becomes obsolete i think there's always going to be some exchange whether we call it money or something else there's always going to be some exchange otherwise uh what are you going to do walk around with chickens or whatever you know to pay for what you want okay kind of talk, we talked about that so there's all, always going to be some exchange is good then what will define wealth and abundance by then okay let me define abundance or wealth from Ei's definition, as we close up, uh, again the wealth and uh, abundance that you say are surrounded with comes from your spirit honoring you with gifts. Okay, so it's not about money. Okay, if money transforms into something else, right? If you're spiritually awakened, you'll be taken care of. Okay, the abundance that I'm talking about is that 360 degrees of abundance, right? Uh, that mindfulness, you're so mindful in this space that you are say naturally elevated to your default status. Your default status in your spiritual eyes or the eyes of an awakened spirit is complete abundance. You're that way in the other realm. You're that way free of the physical realm. You're that way uh, if you're Awakened, crossover, completely abundant. You don't need, I've been there, you don't need anything because you are everything. Okay, You're trying to create that in physical form. That's your destiny, that's your purpose in life. Again, creating 360 degrees of abundance that you naturally are in a no-space-time reality in physical form. So creating 360 degrees of complete abundance for yourself in physical form. Same way you do it on the other side with no oppressing, no oppression. That's your life goal is to do it here in the same way. Let's go ahead and get into that abundance. Uh, We'll do a meta-healing, about 10 minutes. What is meta-healing? Meta-healing is a meditation on steroids that transforms thousands of lives. Whether you're a meditation junkie or failure, this works. I guide you into a very, very deep meditative state and I reprogram you through abilities I was gifted with after my near deaths. I access your admin level and reprogram your spiritual blueprint while you're in meditation. Through exponential intelligence, we combine forces to help achieve your desires let go ahead and take a deep breath in. Just noticing where you are, noticing whether you're sitting, standing, lying down. Standing up, if possible. Just go ahead and take a deep breath in. On the exhale, letting go. another deep breath in. If you're new, call this a med healing. I'll guide you into a nice deep state of meditation, even if you've had issues meditating before, and then work on you at your source code to help you transform into abundance. Deep breath in again. Does so that generate those frequencies that help you transform? Just wondering how many people are listening to this podcast? It's quite a few. The strength in numbers, we take advantage of that strength. Right through the mastermind, allows us to go further faster Allows us to break free from those old paradigms that do us no good. Allows us to maintain where we are, safe and secure. Wonderful breath in again, asking ourselves how do I connect to Pure Source even stronger? Get that question, how do I connect to Pure Source even stronger? And then settling in, right in the forehead, face, back of the head. And just noticing your head, your neck, Your shoulders, perhaps your shoulders are relaxing, getting a little heavier. As you tend to let go the tension in the muscles, the shoulders, the chest, the arms. High relaxation, if you'd like. Continue down your spine, right into your lower back, right into your hips, through your legs, right out the bottom of your feet. Letting go of any distortions, distractions, paradigms, filters that oppress us. That mindful breath in, Noticing your body complete from head to foot. Noticing how relaxed you've gotten, although it's only been a minute or two. Perhaps wondering how relaxed or deep you could get. Let's go ahead and count to 13, as we get closer to 13, getting deeper. What I'll try to do is pull you into the higher realms to help you understand, say the wealth that is naturally yours, your natural right. The wealth that you come from. Let's go ahead and take a deep breath in. Holding it. On the exhale, 0 <clears throat> 1 2 3 4 We slow down time. 5 i getting are feeling heavier as we become more present. Six, in the wealth of our physical form. Seven, the wealth that's our bodies alone. Eight, Starting to understand the true value of ourselves. Nine, as we go deeper, higher. Yeah. 10, expanding it in our spirit body, and being aware of say, the arms like around round above, below. I can pull you into that space 11 wondering if we could feel 12 even if it's for a second 13 the grandness the wealth that we come from. See if I can take you into that spot. Wonderful breath in. I continue to work on you. Push you into those higher realms. Helping you understand who you are. Most people in feeling it, some of you don't. No worries. It'll still work. It just takes a little time for you to notice. Peel off those layers. While you're here, just a couple questions. If you were spiritually advanced does wealth become a hindrance at a spiritually advanced level would you be wealthy? So again, that question, if you were spiritually advanced, would you be wealthy financially or taken care of? If you were spiritually advanced would wealth or anything of the physical distort you, seduce you, suppress you? What help you enhance to help you understand the grandness that you are? Noticing your breath. Taking that grand, abundant breath in. On the exhale, going deeper into that awakening, awareness of your body. I'm gonna leave you in this space for as long as you'd like, as long as you stay in this space, connected to the mastermind group. It'll feel like I'm continuing to work on you. Thanks for being on a podcast. Notice what you notice.